Welcome back to another episode of Starting Blank. Today I have on my boys Tyler Reitzman and Nate Soror. Uh, I had Nate on a few episodes ago and we talked all about philosophy and Brazilian jiu-jitsu and the education system and pretty much everything in between. So on today's episode, super fun episode, we talked all about why Gen Z is the most entrepreneurial generation ever, uh, how it's so dangerous to compare your path in life to anyone else's and how dangerous your ego can be when it comes to learning new things and really comparing yourself to other people. So again, like always, if anything stands out to you, please make sure to share it with a friend, share it across social, and definitely hit us up uh, really anywhere online. So without further ado, on to the episode and hope you guys enjoy. So, starting blank audience, we got Nate's Roar again back at it, and the boy Ty Reitzman haven't uh, haven't talked in a minute, but super excited to chop it up for 30, 40, three hours now, um, and really just talk about current events, what's happening, any anything new in your guys' life, and let's uh, let's talk about some deep and weird topics. So, I'll let uh, I'll let you guys uh, take it off. Ty, what's new with you? How's life been? You're you're launching a few few new projects here, um, so why don't you uh, tell the audience what's up? Yeah, so I uh, have two projects in the work right now. Um, I've recently have decided to go full into wedding, so I've been doing that under my brand, which is Distant Productions. Um, but recently, within the last week, just started a new LLC, which is called Newlywed Studios. Um, starting a new website, you know, got business bank account, all that stuff's all set up, all the all the fun back end stuff. Um, so that's going to be a nationwide. Uh, wedding photo and video business where I'm basically going to contract out other photographers and videographers to do the weddings and pair the couple with uh, a photographer who fits well with them, but making sure that they still come to my business because they may or may not like my work. So I'm going to help pair them with uh, someone regardless of what type of work that they want. And then as far as podcasts go, I'm starting a podcast called the Alternate Road Podcast. Um, It's going to be about interviewing people who basically do what they love um, and most of the time, don't do the nine to five stuff. Obviously, there's some people who do uh, what they love in the nine to five world, but mainly talking to people outside of that and kind of focusing on the targeting audience of being younger kids, kind of like us, because uh, there's not that many good podcasts to listen to, I feel like, for kids our age. Um, so, yeah, that's, that's a brief spiel of what I'm up to. Hell yeah. Pumped for you to uh, launch that. And again, big congrats on uh, the new the new biz and new podcast dropping shortly. Nate, why don't you refresh the audience on what, what you're up to? Hey guys, so we're back here, you know, another episode of Starting Blank with, with Nate Soror. Just kidding. I'm not I'm not taking over this or anything. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, so I uh, just started the Conscious Rebellion earlier this month in November. Um, really what it's designed to do is kind of talk about, you know, some topics like me and Sam talked about last time, which aren't really discussed by the mainstream, uh, really kind of pushing people to kind of live life by their own terms and dive deep into some of these topics, whether that's personal finance, education reform, things of that nature that you just won't get taught in school or otherwise in the mainstream. And once I start bringing some guests on, we're going to be kind of going high level into some of the work that these guys have done throughout their careers and kind of translating that back to our generation um, to kind of convey that message as we, uh, as our world continues to change around us. 
Yeah, hundred percent. Thanks for thanks for sharing that. And definitely a common theme between really all three of us on the call. I, I touched on it a little bit on my last podcast, and I really filmed an episode all around why Gen Z is one of the most entrepreneurial generations in history. Um, I will ask you guys, why do you think that is? Being being two two young dudes, both twenty years old, I believe. Uh, Ty, are you nineteen still? Yeah, 19, 19, 20, and Barely. 21 is all of our ages, respectively. And we've all really, really chosen uh, not to go to college, start our own thing, start our own business, uh, creating content, and really just going down this alternate path, alternate route, um, if you will. So I'll ask either of you, why do you think that is? Why do you think Gen Z is one of the most entrepreneurial generations there is? Internet. <laughs> Expand. That's my, that's my simple answer. Um, I think that people just didn't necessarily have like you didn't you didn't know like kind of kind of like the route that Nate's going of kind of you know the alternate education um, you know news sources things of that nature like now you have the ability to discover things that weren't able to be discovered before unless you were like within the circle that you know is doing all the discoveries and whatnot um, so I think kids are able to see a lot of things that they weren't able to see and see even like when YouTube first came out, people were like, Oh cool. There's YouTubers. But now like people show you, like I make X amount of dollars per month or, Hey, I'm a musician doing TikTok and I make X amount of dollars per month. And kids are like, Oh, well I can actually make a living doing this stuff. So I think it's kind of opened people's eyes to uh, the different paths that there are out there. Yeah. I think it's a little bit of a little bit of that. And also just a little bit of kind of our generations really seeing um, how these generations who've been through kind of the system previously are, are, are kind of turning out, if you will, like they're ending up being, you know, we've all heard the term midlife crisis. And I think a lot of us don't really want to have that. And I think a lot of that is due to the fact that, you know, by the time you're 40, maybe now you're just kind of getting settled into a career. You finally paid off all your student loan debt. You just got like a house, you got a dog, that kind of just stereotypical stuff but i don't think our generation um is really built for that and i think like ty said that has a lot to do with the internet and really just seeing all the possibilities that are out there uh, but between that and really just again seeing um what other possibilities are out there and just a different path to take in life i think that we're more open to both success at that and failure at that uh, which is something that a lot of the other generations maybe not have been as keen to kind of jump into yeah, it's funny you guys both came up with those answers because those are literally the exact two reasons why I I just stated on my last podcast that Gen Z is the most entrepreneurial generation. Both we have the we have access to more resources than we've ever had before, including the internet, social media, connecting with other people, learning from other people too, and then also the the. <coughs> Uh, fact that a lot of us have older siblings or older friends or people in our kind of communities and circles that have gone maybe a traditional route. And we see it a lot with like millennials, not to throw millennials under the bus because it's pretty much neighbor generations to us. But um, I know I can speak on, on my behalf. Like I have an older brother. He went through college. He hated college and now is kind of uh, struggling to really like find his way. Super smart dude. But we see that problem with so many people going the traditional route where school tells them parents tell them hey this is the this is the way to go but i think more and more people are opening up to the fact that okay there there might be other routes routes out there everyone doesn't need to be on the exact same highway there's there's the dirt paths of of opportunities and success down the road um so pivoting from from education to 
More so finding, finding what you love to do is, is something I think a lot of people put a ton of pressure on themselves, especially young people. They, they see life as, okay, I need to get everything figured out by 18 years old, 22 years old, 25 years old, whatever, whatever ridiculous number that is. And I think the, definitely the education system pushes that of, okay, people make life-changing decisions at 16, 17, 18 years old, whether to go 100 grand in debt or not, when it's, it's ludicrous for you to ask that of a, of a teenager still developing themselves and learning. But with, with your guys' personal lives, what have you guys done to really find the path you're on right now? And what, what does that process look like? I mean, I would go first just because real quick, I actually posted a video about this on my Instagram a couple weeks ago, just what really kind of opened my eyes to not only how much the education system costs, but really just how much of a scam it was, was when I got accepted into some universities and then they sent me all of that financial education package, all of the like onboarding stuff to become a student there. And you really just take a look at like how the price is breaking, broken down on a lot of things. And it really, I mean, if you have a little bit of common sense in terms of like what money really is, it just doesn't make a whole lot of sense. And for me, it's not about hating learning or, or being not interested in learning new things. It's just about not being interested in doing it in that way. And I think, again, going back to both of your points about the internet, now, I mean, between courses, webinars, masterminds, all these different things, books, podcasts, everything, you can get a, a lot of information, maybe not all of it, but certainly a lot of it through going out and kind of finding it on your own and then couple that with, you know, four years of real world experience as opposed to four years of classroom experience. Some people argue that, you know, college students are, are still farther ahead, but I think that's completely false. And I think that people who have real world experience coupled with the knowledge of, you know, being a little bit of a self-starter to go find that on their own. I think those people are the ones who are going to win, not just in the short term, but in the long term as well, going off everything that we, we kind of just talked about. Yeah, I I agree. Um, I think like the way I see it is now like kind of tying in your question of kind of like doing what you love. And also like what we just talked about is people aren't necessarily like afraid to speak out anymore and people are aren't afraid to to blow the whistle on college and say like like your brother now maybe telling you sam college sucked it sucked for me back in the day they went through it and it just everyone knew it sucked and they're like okay what's the big deal it sucked we all went through it like we all have to go through it but now people aren't like afraid to say that anymore and i had so many people tell that to me in my field of doing media and doing camera stuff where it was like okay like if everyone's telling me that it sucks, why do I need to do it? Cause like the ultimate reality that all of us face is tomorrow isn't guaranteed like that. That's just, right. everyone knows that like we aren't, that's, it's not something that we're guaranteed. So I looked at that as, am I really going to spend four years of my youth and my life at college or trying to figure out what I want to do while spending money to do that? Or am I going to take every day and try and learn something new, read a book and read about another 19 year old or 20 year old who started a business and see what they were doing, see if that intrigued me. Um, I got super lucky and found a camera really early in my life and ended up really loving that. But I think like ultimately people just have to test a bunch of stuff and see what they like to do, read books, take courses, watch YouTube videos. Like there's so much information out there to find what you love. It's not necessarily easy, but um, you might get lucky, you might not, but it's out there. Yeah, and, and, and like, Tyler, I, 
Go ahead. Well, I was going to add to that real quick. I mean, Tyler, you got a pretty good, you, you know, found a camera pretty early on, got really good at it and now built a pretty successful business off that. I mean, Sam, we were just talking about that last week, how we've, you know, tried a bunch of different things, Forex, you know, real estate, like pretty much everything in terms of, oh, this can potentially make you money online. And I think that it takes a little bit of that interest or initials like self-startingness to be able to go out and try a lot of those things because i mean i remember when i first decided hey i'm not going to go to college the thing i was looking at at the time was forex and that was obviously not how i'm gonna not go to school but at the time you're kind of just thinking oh here's something else i could try just to make me not go down that path and the only way to know if that's going to work or not is to go into it and fail at it and then go okay do i want to find something else to try out or do I want to go back to that normal lifestyle? And I think for people like us, that choice is pretty easy to make. Yeah. hundred, hundred percent. I, I totally get that. How do you, do you guys get motivated or discouraged by people winning around you? Cause I know that's definitely a double-edged sword. And as much as we, we all like to say, yeah, we get motivated by people winning around you. Jealousy is something that's just natural in the human human body, human mind, that is easy to see someone else winning and have a little bit of uh, jealousy or envy of, of that person in a, in Thank even you. a neutral way, not positive or negative, but it's like, damn, why, what, what are they doing that I'm not doing for them to get to that level? And I pose that question because it's so important to surround yourself with like-minded and like-hearted individuals, people that actually support you and lift you up and that are also aligned with your values and what you want to do exactly the reason us three are on this call together there's in our between our two grades of graduating classes there's four to five hundred people give or take um and there's really only three to five of them are that are going down this really similar similar route and i don't think that's by coincidence um so it's it's not surprising to me that we're we've ended up a few years later on this call and all, all working together in some capacity so Again, going back to the original question, do you guys get motivated by uh, people winning around you? And how do you balance that balance of supporting others and saying, fuck yeah, like go win versus like your, maybe like your ego holding you back saying like, damn, I'm envious or, or jealous of that person. I'll go ahead and take that one first. I mean, just because I would just one of my favorite books of all time is Laws of Human Nature. And law number 10 in there is beware of the fragile ego, which is basically the law of envy. And what it really talks about is the fact that it's part of human nature. Everybody feels envy in some sort. It's just how you channel that and what you do with it. That could either create feelings of resentment in terms of sitting there looking at this person's feed on Instagram. That's very easy to do. See, oh my God, why is this person getting lucky or why are they winning and I'm not, or why is this happening to them and not me? And that's something that's very easy to do. And that's why a lot of people do it. But what that chapter really talks about is how the people who those people who you see winning and you are looking at like that, they were once in your position too. The only difference is what they did with that feeling and how they kind of channeled that and turned that into something that made them be successful and kind of instilled that discipline in them of like, okay, only way I can get to, you know, the spot of the people they look up to is by doing all the things necessary and not just sitting there saying, oh, woe is me. I wish I was this person. You got to be your own person and kind of use that to your advantage. Yeah, I like that a lot. And I think um, something interesting, like for the people listening, like my, my take on the question here is Nate and I are sitting, uh, we have like four inches of drywall in between us. 
Um, and am I frozen? Oh. Nate, can you hear me? I can hear you. Yeah. Ty, you're gone. You're a goner. I can hear yeah. him. I could hear him next door. Oh, <laughs> there we the go. Wi-Fi. So we're something back. interesting is we're we're like four inches uh, of of drywall in between me and Nate here. Hence the hence the Wi-Fi issues. But um, more more related to the to the question is you know. I, I feed off of him and I think he feeds off of me. Like when he gets a big deal, like I'm hyped. Like when I get a big deal, he's hyped. Like it, it's just cool to see like, like we can both win at a young age and see other people doing that. Like it's cool. Um, but I think for anyone, just because everyone, you know, like you said, everyone can fall, um, kind of just fall to the envious or jealousy. Um, I think what, what I have to do and what everyone should do personally is like, if you do find yourself jealous of someone, maybe like, study them a little more and learn a little bit more about like their why because i look at someone you know just for instance like if i see oh sam closed this x amount of dollar deal and i'm like oh well i didn't close the x amount of dollar deal well maybe sam wants to go and buy a private jet i don't my why why i'm doing everything is for my family both present and future and i don't need a private jet to you know provide for my family so i don't need as much money as you or i don't need to close that deal so that it doesn't you know it doesn't mean that i'm not getting a step closer to my goals so i think it's all about like putting into perspective how you're getting to your goals their their steps just might be larger than yours you know yeah that's that's huge and their their steps are it, it's a completely different path than than you and that gets to the point where you can't compare yourself to other people's journey other people's goals other people's paths because even if you're in, a, in the exact same space as someone like they have a completely different life raised a completely different way completely different set of knowledge and skills um and and network than you so i think that's that's been one of the biggest things I've like worked on, like getting into entrepreneurship, definitely at a, at a young age, it's, it's easy to see, especially being a young Gen Z entrepreneur in the entrepreneurial world where everyone is putting fake shit online saying, yo, look, look, the, look at my jets and cars and watches and all the, all the fake shit that we see on social. It's so easy to get wrapped up in that. So, uh, for, for me, that's definitely something I've been just trying to be more conscious of, of, okay, not comparing yourself to other person's podcast or Instagram or TikTok account or whatever it is, because again, they have, they have different goals than you. And you, you never know what's going on behind the scenes. You never know what they're going through. You never know their goals. So Ty, that was a great point of just don't compare yourself to, to my goals, to your goals, to all of our goals, because it's a completely different path. And um, I think there it's there, there's so much value in finding your finding your own path, and I think it's dangerous going down a, a path that someone else built for themselves, uh, and you think that's fit for yourself when it's it's not. It's a completely different path. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, exactly. And I mean, that just goes back to what we were originally talking about, about education and all that stuff about how it's not life isn't one size fits all goals aren't one size fits all everybody's kind of in their own spot. And for a lot of people, especially our generation, it's really easy to look at social media, like you just said, Sam, be or Tyler and be like, Oh, Sam has this private jet. I want this private jet. But in reality, do you even need that? Or do you just want it because Sam has it? I mean, that's a very interesting question to ask yourself. And I think the sooner, you know, our generation Gen Z can do that, the better off they're going to be later in life. 100%. And uh, something like Tom Billy says a lot, I, I repeat it a lot, is like wrapping your identity around being the learner. And that's something I've really tried to embody as of late. And 
if you wrap your like identity or ego, we're, we're talking about this, this fragile ego type thing of, of jealousy, of envy. If you wrap that around external factors of looking good, looking smart, um, and, and comparing yourself to others, as, as that ego is pushed, it gets more and more and more vulnerable and dangerous and self-destructive for yourself. But if you wrap that same ego, that same identity around being the learner and going into every single situation uh, with an open mind and something to learn, if you see someone someone winning online, then then awesome. The the one of my like favorite TikTok trends going around is the the dude asking other like rich supercar owners or car owners, hey hey, what do you do for a living? Instead of uh, hating on the dude driving a Lambo because he's driving a Lambo. You, you don't know his reasons behind buying that car. Maybe he's always dreamt about driving that car since he was in seventh grade and he finally got to a situation where he could afford that. Instead of judging people right away and being defensive of, hey, that, that dude must be an asshole because he drives a half a million dollar car. It's like, okay, would you want to get to that point of being able to afford to drive a half a million dollar car? I'm not saying you need the private jet and everything, but everyone has different goals. But ask them, hey, how did you get to this point? What did you do? Again, Ty, that was a great point of uh, digging into other people's stories and, and their why and their goals is, is huge. And again, wrapping your ego around, around being the learner instead of external factors like that. Mm-hmm. And I think that's kind of one of the problems, again, with our generation is that we're almost brought up in this default setting of of hating the rich people and kind of looking at them as the enemy. I mean, when we were growing up, that was when the, the Occupy Wall Street movement was kind of going on. And I mean, we were too young to actually participate in that. But I mean, what the whole concept was, was just attacking. The, they were claimed to be the 99% attacking the 1% because of their wealth. And if you actually, there's videos online of some people, some of those Wall Street bankers going to the crowds and just asking them like, like, why are you here? Like, what's the reason behind it? And trying to have discussions. And a lot of the people are just, some people are reasonable. There's always reasonable people, but a lot of people are just filled with like a hate and just almost this programming of they are the bad guy. I am the good guy. And it's all because they live completely different lives. And I mean, we're all in this one country, but like we've been saying, everybody has a different goal. Everybody wants different things out of life. Some people can be extremely happy with a $50,000 salary and some people can be extremely miserable making a quarter million dollars a year. I mean, it just depends on where you want to go, what you want your life to look like. And I think that's one of the things I love about capitalism is that you can kind of dictate where you want your life to go. If you want to be a success, you have the opportunity to do so. But if you don't want to be that, you also have the opportunity to kind of just go along that that paved road and just live a normal life. And I think that the day that that gets stripped away from us is something that's going to be pretty pretty terrible, especially for, for people like us who are kind of self-starters and, and love that type of thing. Agreed. Agreed. Ty, thoughts? Thoughts on that? I mean, I don't know. I just, <laughs> I agree with the... I just think it's you guys cool know I'm going to go high level on it. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> I, I agree that I think it's cool. Um, just really like where you can end up and just looking at, I mean, there's so many success stories out there of people who really like started from nothing. Like, thankfully I don't really think any of us started from quote unquote nothing. Um, but none of us were brought up by filthy rich parents or anything like that. Um, so we have to work for what we want. And I, I think that that's cool that like I I'm talking with a coach about starting an eight figure business. Like that's not something that like 
the fact that I'm able to like ideate on that and that's like a possibility is 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 it's insane. Like the the fact that we can do that here is like nuts, and that's that's like what makes me so excited to do what we do every day. Um, just knowing that really the possibilities are endless. Well, and that's that's why I love like this aspect of like group and community and surrounding yourself with people that also are hungry and want to win because think like there's so many topics in the world to talk about every single day and so many people choose the negative and toxic and self-draining topics to talk about with their with their friend groups who who's dating who drama gossip yada yada everything we've really been raised in 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 definitely a world of a bunch of just useless fake noise not news but noise out there um it's so easy to get wrapped up in that shit but how you said it best like it's so fun talking about crazy ideas and crazy goals and having those be actually realistic goals it's like there's there's nothing really holding us back besides the physical skills uh skills we have today to build a seven seven eight nine figure business in our lifetime and that's such an empowering feeling to to take control of your thoughts and take control of your vision almost um i because it's I was trying to think of the think of the words for it it's it's not take control of your life yes you can take control of your life but it's it's taking control of the vision of your life that that's what helps you step one foot in front of the other uh that that keeps you going on that front so props to you for bringing that up Sam it's funny you just kind of said that because literally the podcast I just launched today on, on Friday the 13th was about that I mean I was talking to these people I just met earlier in the week and they were they were not from the United States and they also um, they were just kind of impressed with the fact that I was pretty young and kind of just trying to do my own thing and they gave me they each had different advice but it was kind of the same advice Sam what you just said about really dictating the vision that you have one of them was arguing that now, like our time of our, our age, like yes, we should work. Work is important, especially if we're you know passionate about what we're doing. But at the same time, it's important to do get outside of our comfort zone to do things that make us happy. And but it's not necessarily work, whether that's travel, whether that's podcasting, whether that's art, anything like that. Just something almost creative that helps go along with that. And the other one was are and then like you could always have time for that other stuff, you know, later in life. And the other one was arguing that, well, no, I mean, well, yes, you could do that also. But if you want to be, you know, 30, 40 years old, have a family and still travel, you can do that. You're just going to have to sacrifice some other things to be able to get there. And it's really, she kind of, and that really hit home for me because I mean, it all is possible. It's just, you have to prioritize in terms of what you want your life to look like. And for everybody, it's different. And I think that was just a super interesting point. Um, and Sam, you just, you just hit the nail on the head with that pretty well. And, and that's huge. The, the point that you made about prioritizing what's important in your, in your life. Ty, I know like family is a huge thing for you, current family and future family, like setting your priorities straight and realizing why you're doing the shit you're doing or doing the things you want to do in the future, or like planning to build a future for yourself. Um, it affects more than, more than just you. So really think about those priorities of, okay, it's awesome. Like if you, if you want to live a bougie life, get a crazy apartment, nice car, yada, yada, you can do that. Nothing is holding you back from doing that. 
but you can also raise a family and have a family and uh, and go down that route. And there's it's not mutually exclusive to to either. So again, set set those priorities priorities straight, and it just creates a, a lot of clarity in your life. I feel. Hundred percent. We all got our priorities in check. <laughs> yes, sir. Well, we're we're about half hour into this episode. Uh, I'm down to do this every week, every other week. Definitely uh, catching up with you guys more often. Um, that's definitely what I'm looking for because, again, group and community is something huge. Um, I think for all of our all of us, and really just bouncing ideas off of what we're learning day to day, week by week, month by month. Um, surround yourself with with like minded people, like hearted people, people that actually support you and and support you while you win when they win as well. So uh, where, can the, where can the people find you, both Ty and Nate? Go ahead, Nate Boss. Yeah, so you can just you know search Nate Soror anywhere to connect with me personally, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, LinkedIn, all those good places. Um, but if you want to check out the Conscious Rebellion, you like talking to them, you like hearing about things, philosophy, just going high level on a bunch of a bunch of life's you know difficult questions. Um, go over, check out the Conscious Rebellion, uh, join theconsciousrebellion.com. Otherwise, just search the Conscious Rebellion on your favorite podcast platform. Uh, it should come up, and, and feel free to let me know uh, your thoughts on the the episodes and we got a lot of good stuff coming locked in ty yes sir for my linkedin peeps it's tyler reitzman um and then my main platform is instagram that's where i'll be posting about uh, my new business venture and along with the podcast so if you want to find that i'll be linking all that there my instagram is tyler writes that's w-r-i-g-h-t-s and uh yeah that's where i'm most active so catch me there dropping bombs. Well, I really appreciate you boys. Like always, new episodes dropping daily until I say they're not dropping daily anymore. Uh, I'll definitely have both of you guys on in the future. Maybe we'll make this a weekly occurrence. So again, if you like anything you hear, subscribe, tell a friend, share this uh, because it's uh, it's worth sharing in my opinion. And if you think it's valuable, then uh, maybe someone in your circle will think it's valuable as well. So that's all we got today. Peace out and thanks guys for tuning in.